listening to the Uneducated Guesses Podcast, featuring middle-aged guys offering unsolicited football advice. Having a podcast of the Uneducated Guesses Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Trent, welcome back this week, my friend. Good to be here. Uh, Ryan. Also great to be here. Welcome back, yeah. We had a... uh, we had a pretty good week last week on our picks. Um, some of the parlays probably didn't pan out too well, but nonetheless, uh, I do think we our record of wins and losses was pretty good. And uh, good call on the Rams there, Ryan. Uh, sure, Rams it, and uh, Browns are my two, uh, two my two upset. good picks there. Yeah. And uh, with the Rams an upset though, I don't think the Rams was an upset. I almost don't want to take credit for calling an upset because I always saw that one going that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I took the Seahawks thinking, okay, well, they're at home and, you know, their defense is playing better. They, they I'm thinking they just find a way to win. And it turns out the team that found a way to win was the Rams. So I just, I had the right game in mind. I just picked the incorrect winner. So, which I guess matters when you're trying to do stuff like this. I don't know. Um, yeah. And then uh, congratulations to the Buccaneers picking up their first playoff victory in I don't know how long, what, 18 years? Fire so, the cannon. Fire Ooh, the cannon. Was, uh, pow, pow. Yeah, oh, the, well, the last victory in 18 years. Yeah, that's I, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Since the Super Bowl, right? 2002. And then the Buffalo Bills' first uh, playoff victory since 95. That was an excellent Ooh. game also, by the way. That was an excellent game. Uh, very exciting. I'm very happy for the buffalo that they got that victory and get that monkey off their back uh and then collectively 312 points trent you did the math how many points was there oh it was it was unbelievable how good you guys did with your predictions last week the total ended up being 303 for the week so that was incredibly close what was our two mine was 312 what was matt's uh no i took 312 with you Uh, i think before we kicked off the pod i was saying uh that 312 seemed high, and I was thinking somewhere in the mid-200s somewhere, but I clearly would have been wrong. So, uh, good job, Ryan. Hey, I, I just cold-called it. You, uh, I said six games, uh, <laughs> 52 points a game. That's it. Uh, that was the math. Uh, well, no, there, no, there you no go. secret sauce. No secret <laughs> sauce. Well, I think but, the Browns helped, uh, helped there tremendously because you were way behind until that game. Sure. Yeah. Well, you had to count on if the Browns are going to score a lot of points, they were going to let up a lot of points, and they were going to have to score a lot of points to win. So, twenty-eight. Big Ben's, Big Ben's stat line for that game was five hundred yards. Five hundred <laughs> yards passing. Four touchdowns, four picks, sixty-eight pass attempts. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Rumor has it he's he's actually still at Heinz Field right now, sitting. On the <laughs> yeah. Head down. But because yeah. he fell asleep. No, no, because... he finally he finally made it back into the locker room and he oh, threw God. his helmet in disgust and it got picked off by a Browns oh! player. Boom. <laughs> Boom. And there's another interception. Another uh, interception. So what 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 happens to him come the offseason? Is he done? Uh, I think that's it. I think he's done. I mean, if you see the video of him with Pouncey sitting on the bench saying, Man, I I came back for you, I did this for you, and he was like, Man, I did it for you too. Whatever. I mean, it, it just doesn't seem like, you know, he's he's coming back based on that. But you never know. I mean, that's in the heat of the moment and everything. So Tomlin's going to old yeller him. Yeah, I think so, too. Not the pasture. All right. Well, you know, rumor has it that Deshaun Watson's looking for a new home. Do you think there's any chance uh, Steelers find a way to wrap up a package and 
get him over. Maybe the deluxe not package. The deluxe not package. That's oh my it. God. We're never going to get away from that, are we? No. no. <laughs> Come on, I mean, We're bringing it back next year. No, not when Romeo is giving us such such gold to work with. So, um, I think uh, Deshaun Watson stays put. I think uh, give uh, give the enemy a couple weeks to win the Super Bowl, and they'll uh, they'll do the right thing and bring him in for an interview and uh, see what happens then. I mean, yeah. What, what else? Who else in that locker room can you really listen to? I mean, you have to listen to Deshaun Watson. He's your best player. I mean, he's your the best quarterback your team has ever had. Your, your franchise quarterback to the definition of a franchise quarterback, right? I mean, you just have yeah. to. You can't let that. You can't let that fail. I mean, otherwise, to well, the I point you could, that so. <laughs> To the point that he is the whole franchise. It's not, That's that, right. it's, not, it's not just that he's a franchise quarterback. He is the franchise at this point. Yep. Yep. That's right. Any chance you think that the Texans try to fill that head coaching spot with Dabo? I hope not. Make a run. Uh, for, reunite him. You know, as an Eagles fan, I've been listening to a lot about, uh, you know, the head coach openings, all seven of them across the league and which – which are the most attractive and which are the least attractive. And uh, the consensus is Philly and Houston at the very bottom of that list. I mean, I just don't see, you know, why, why would Dabo do that? Why would he do that? Why would Lincoln Riley go take the Eagles job? Like there's no reason for them to do that. And I, I just think that that's a, you know, a pipe dream and, you know, organizational hubris and, you know, the, the, those two teams thinking they're in better positions than they are, uh, when in reality, you know, you you have a college coach that, you know, how, how easy are those jobs? I mean, you know, Dabo can have that job as long as he wants, you know, Lincoln Riley can have his job as long as he wants, right? Why, yeah. why would you yeah. take that leap into a disastrous situation? And what are you left with in three years when they fire you after you can't resurrect, you know, a yeah. franchise that has no draft capital, old, uh, expensive players, um, you know, Houston, I would put, you know, a, a rung above Philadelphia just because of Deshaun. Right? Um, right. That's, that's the only redeeming quality that they have in place at this point, but Brian just put them so far behind the eight ball. Like who are you going to get to coach? Who, who are you going to get to coach there? Right. So uh, someone with enough, uh, enough ego to where they want one of only 32 jobs in the world. And uh, his name is urban Meyer. Mm. So, He's got an ego. Uh, I know that Jacksonville is talking to him kind of a deal, but I wouldn't want to go to Jacksonville if I can go over to Houston, right? At least they have a quarterback there. So Houston has a quarterback, but Jacksonville is, I I think, near the top of the list, to be honest with you. They have the number one overall pick. They have multiple first-round picks. They have multiple second-round picks. They have, like, top three cap space in the entire league. So you can absolutely remold that franchise to exactly. You can build it into what he wants. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think you have, as long as, you know, the ownership gives you the autonomy to, you know, put in place, uh, you know, a plan or your plan that you bring to the table when you're, you know, getting interviewed. I think that's a, that's a sweet spot to to land, to be honest with you. I I know like, you know, just think about the history uh, us, the Jags, whatever. Right. But that, they're in a spot where you could absolutely remake that team in this off season alone, almost, you know, typically when it takes a few off seasons to, to rebuild a two win team. I mean, they have so much cap space and so much draft capital that you can really, you know, like infuse them pretty dramatically with, with some talent. 
and you get the right coach in, who who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very true. There's actually a team that uh, is not looking for a quarterback, although I thought this upcoming offseason they would be, and that would be the Los Angeles Rams. I thought Jared Goff was going to be done. They're traveling up to Green Bay this week to try and upset the NFC number one seed. Um, Ryan, how do you feel about this matchup? If you want to hit me with that one more time, boss, I was off in La La Land uh, looking at the stats and QBRs. And uh, which matchup? I assume we're on the first matchup here. I'm looking at the Rams going out to uh, Lambeau. Go get spanked at Green Bay. Ah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So that makes sense. Just lulled himself to sleep. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I think this is a good first game. This is probably the one I'm least interested in watching. Um, I don't think that comes as a surprise to anybody there. Um, I think Green Bay, in spite of the L.A. defense being exceptionally tough at times and then also losing to the Jets, um, I think you could end up with uh, a situation where it's a lower scoring game than you might uh, have originally thought. So. Uh, I think Green Bay might be held in check. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to play a very uh, careful, close to the chess game, and not make any stupid mistakes, though. So I don't, I don't see any balls going the other way for six points on him. Uh, but that over/under at forty-five and a half is probably. I feel like it's going to be an under game. Um, I don't think the Rams' offense is going to get up on on the Packers. I'm thinking the Packers, it's it's smells like a 21-10 game to me or something like that where, you know, two two touchdown balls go to Devontae Adams, but he only has four catches uh, or something like that. And Aaron sure. Rodgers only throws for 250 yards. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the difference then, right, is those two touchdowns. So, yep. Uh, Trent, how are you feeling? Yeah, I think Ryan's spot on there with the uh... – you know, talking about the efficiency of Aaron Rodgers, right? And I think that that shines through in this game. Um, you, know, you got we we kind of touched about on it. Um, that Seattle game, picking that matchup correctly. I don't I don't know if I would even have gotten that matchup right. I I probably would have gone with Seattle just because they had won, you know, ten straight home games up to that point. And but man, the Rams sure showed up. And you know, we we talked about them all season long, having just just this wide range of possible outcomes from losing to the Jets to looking like maybe, you know, one of the top two teams in the NFC. And, you know, here we are and they're, they're in the final four, but, you know, I I agree with Ryan that I just don't think, uh, you know, they have enough to, to get past green Bay at this point. I don't see anyone getting past green Bay. They'll, you know, should end up, uh, should end up playing in the, in the super bowl here. And this will be their first step to doing that. Um, nice. It should be a nice, not not comfortable start uh, to to their playoffs uh, this year, just because the Rams' defense is so good. But you know, I, I agree with that underscore, and I think you know the efficiency of Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, a couple of touchdown passes, and uh, you know, it should should be enough for for them to come out on top. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Packers here. I agree with you guys with a low-scoring game, uh, but it's 4.30 on Saturday, 34 degrees, uh, and it looks like snow. So uh, ground and pound is typically what we see because some quarterbacks have a hard time throwing the ball. But, you know, uh, people had questioned that late in the season with the Packers, and I think Aaron Rodgers threw for 350 yards to basically quiet everybody down. Um, 
I just think the Packers offense is more than the Rams defense can handle. Jared Goff is back, uh, but I don't I I, I don't think it's going to matter. I think the Packers can end up winning, but with Jared Goff back makes it a little bit more interesting, closer to the over underline, but still hitting the under. I'll agree with you guys there. Uh, I would expect the Rams cover the six and a half that's there, but just barely. I'm looking five, six point game, something, something along those lines. Certainly a one possession uh, game to close it out. Uh, and then later in the evening, in a slightly warmer Buffalo, is that even possible? Uh, <laughs> the the Ravens going up to uh, basically Canada to <laughs> play the Bills. Trent, the Buffalo Bills, my opinion, the best team in the AFC. Who do you think wins this matchup? Yeah, this picking me to start on this one. This is this is a tough call. Um, it is. I was I was surprised, um, and I guess I shouldn't have been because I was you know been riding the Colts all year. Um, how close that that game was last week. Uh, I really thought you know Buffalo would continue to roll. Uh, as they had been in the regular season. But then you got to think about, all right, well, wait a minute. You know, the, they, they haven't won a playoff game in this millennium, right? Until yeah. <laughs> until last week. So, you know, they got to get that monkey off their back. Now, um, do we see that, you know, is, is there momentum from that? Or did they achieve that goal? And now, you know, we see the letdown game. Um, I, I'm really not sure. Um the, the Ravens, uh, you know, I mean, look, Lamar got a monkey off his back last week, too, right? I mean, he had, yep. had not won a playoff game until then. And that was uh, that was a pretty uh, Lamar-esque game uh, last week, you know, him doing it with his feet just enough through the air. But, man, that, that Ravens defense looks tough. Um, I, I think they're going to – the Ravens are going to play, you know, the same game that they played last week. Um, now – the, the, the X factor here is going to be, you know, is Josh Allen going to be able to uh, become Superman and put that cape back on like he did during, you know, the, that incredible run during the regular season? Um, you know, he was fine last week, but he wasn't that, that Superman. And I think he's going to have to, you know, become that um, to, to win this game. Uh, now, does he? Hmm. All right, I'm yeah. going to have to make a decision here so I, I you know what i'm gonna roll with the ravens in this game okay i just think lamar um you know, reversing uh everyone's thoughts about him and you know oh he can't do in the playoffs when you know, I've, I've believed in lamar for you know, you know for a couple years since he's since he's been in the league he's just you know one of those players right and i right. think he continues uh you know with with you know his consistent play He's going to be able to do what he did last week to, to the Bills, and I think the Ravens' defense is going to be able to do just enough, um, and they'll eke out a close game. What, what's what's the line? What what are the numbers on this game? It's Buffalo minus two and a half, but the FPI predictor on ESPN says Baltimore is going to win fifty one point four percent. Okay, yeah, that see that's very interesting that it's that low. I would have thought that you know uh, public sentiment would have you know hammered would hammer buffalo minus two and a half i mean my goodness that that seems uh doesn't seem right um from a from a public standpoint but uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with the ravens i'll, I'll pick the ravens let's see what happens sure. this is this will be a fun game i i can't wait to watch it this one yeah th- this certainly will be a fun game uh ryan how do you feel about the 815 matchup 
Oof. Um, boy, I, that Tennessee game, I, uh, I think we both know I picked Tennessee last time. So that was uh, mea culpa there on my part. I, I'm surprised that Lamar Jackson got that monkey off his back. And I don't I I think from a check the box point of view, he did. But did he look good for the first half of that football game? Eh, not really. I mean, he had that late long run that kind of spurred him on for the rest of the game. But he was kind of a you know, he was kind of a dud up until that point. Uh, and he had two long runs, uh, I think, which accounted mm-hmm. for like a hundred of his 130 or of his 136 rush yards. I think the Ravens or the Ravens, the, the bills defense can, can stifle him. Um, so I don't see the Ravens scoring. I mean, I think they only scored 20 points last week, so I don't see them scoring more than 20 this week. It's really a question of the bills offense for me versus the Ravens defense. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is not a factor in this game, but I don't think he's going to be the the make or break factor. I think it's whether or not, like you said, Josh Allen puts on his Superman cape uh, or not. Um, I, however, think that he will be able to do enough to get them over, you know, that 20 points that the Ravens is going to put on the board. So uh, it was a bit surprising to me that that uh, Bills only scored 27, I think it was last week. Um, yeah. But I, I see I see a similar score for the bills game this week that 27 24 or something like that i think the bills eke it out by less than a full score there somehow um just because i trust the bills offense enough that you you can scheme for one facet of it even with moss going out i think singletary is a good uh running back as well uh so zach moss uh doesn't look like he'll be playing for the rest of the uh playoffs but um I think the Bills spread it around and, and get it done. What's yeah, a, what's the over under here? Is it 50, like 58? 50. Okay, 50. Right, right on 50. Uh, okay. And I'm talking 20, 27, 24, 27, 23, something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. 26, yeah. 24. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm actually going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say that Buffalo absolutely destroys the Ravens. Uh, I <laughs> okay. think I like it. I, I think the Ravens played up and played probably the best game of the year. Uh, and they did exactly what I said they needed to do. And last week's podcast is exactly what they did is they took away Derrick Henry and made Ryan Tannehill throw to someone other than uh, Brown. Right. And that was the recipe for success. The difference here is you got Singletary in the backfield, who I think is a damn fine runner. Uh, and he can't, he's not going to carry his team all by himself. No, he's not that guy. Uh, but you do have Josh Allen, who's got some wheels. Uh, you got Stefan Diggs, who had a remarkable season. I think they got the monkey off their back, and I expect a big game from Josh Allen. I expect a big game from Stefan Diggs and any other receiving option that Josh Allen has at his disposal. I think Ryan, you said the Bills alone would put up 51 last week. Yeah, I think you were sick. I think <laughs> was that week off. I think this is the week that they score 51. I okay. think they go out. Wow. And I think wow. I think they come out and they say, you know what? We ain't playing around. We got we got an opportunity here to so we got our groove. We had a little bit of a scare. We're focused. We understand what's at stake. Let's get it done. So. I think they get it done here against the Ravens, and it's a total blowout on Sunday night. Yeah. 
I would love I would love to see that because that's that's the fun Buffalo Bill team that you yeah. know we we enjoyed during the regular season. That'd be that'd be great for them to uh, to get back on track and then meet the Chiefs in the AFC Championship sure. game. That'd be amazing. I, I hate, plan. Yeah, I, I I hate the I hate the Ravens, so I'm, I'm on board. Okay, fair enough. Well. Speaking of teams we all hate, I mean, I'm not a fan of the Saints, and my beloved Buccaneers are going out to face the New Orleans Saints for a third time this year. And I'll tell you what, it's a tough one. Uh, and it's tough, and here's why. Because, uh, what's his nuts? Cam Jordan out there, defensive end, basically shows up yep. against the Buccaneers and eats Donovan Smith's lunch and just puts up a lawn chair and lives in the backfield right there next to Tom Brady. And it pisses me off. Uh, he's done it all season. He's done it all of Donovan Smith's career. This week will be different. The Buccaneers will win this game. Uh, the Saints will, will be done for the year at home, ending Drew Brees' career at home. No need for him to have to fly back to anywhere because he's going to be done. Uh, I believe the Bucks will win this game. Shootout fashion. Uh, Bucks have won five in a row. They're looking for six in a row. The Saints are three and two in their last five. Uh, with one of those losses coming against the Eagles, they're late in the season. Uh, so I'm expecting the Bucks, who now have found their offensive stride. We can all agree to that. Uh, you've got what's his name, Lattimore, that goes around and just commits pass interference all game and only gets balled <laughs> off it yep. like you know times. Uh, I, fine, shut down Mike Evans. The guy's limping into this game at this point anyway. We'll just throw the ball to uh, Chris Godwin, who mysteriously got over. He uh, he gained and got over his stone hands in a matter of like three and a half quarters last week. Uh, <laughs> it frightened me to death watching just pass after pass, just hit him right in the hands. And it was uh, it's the announcer's curse because they talked about – Tom Brady making the comment that Chris Godwin has had the best hands that he's ever worked with or ever seen or yada, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. And then immediately, as soon as they gave him that praise is when he started dropping passes. Uh, and it was infuriating. I thought he was going to cost us the game. Anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah. So you lock down Mike Evans, but you got Chris Godwin, you got Antonio Brown, you got Gronk, you got Bray, and you've got. Uh, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, I think Shady McCoy is still out there too. Uh, uh, and what's his name? Keyshawn Vaughn. You've got all of those players and playmakers. Uh, Scotty Miller can run a damn slant route. And he's pretty quick. Uh, I think there's a lot of weapons here for the Bucks that they, they just, they have faith in them now, right? Tom Brady has the faith. He understands that it's going to be quick passes, get it out of his hand fast because Donovan Smith is going to let him down. And, uh, with that to be expected, I think they're going to put a tight end on that side to help him out as much as possible, and they're going to be watching for him. I think Saints' defense is going to be uh, all over Tom Brady. They're going to they're going to try to pressure him, and it's going to put one on one coverage on some speedy guys. And I think the Bucks are ready for it. Bucks are going to come out on this one victorious. Yep, this is my upset of the week right here, Ryan. So is uh, is Rojo playing? Uh, uh, you're breaking up here, Ryan. Can you repeat Can you that? Me? Yeah, there Can you we go. Is is Rojo playing? Uh, he suited up last game. Uh, I'm not sure if he is. What is his status? Let me double check real quick. Yeah, uh, he's got a like questionable. The pro- 
Yeah. Yeah. I actually really liked Fournette um, last week. So I, I think Fournette is kind of just a kind of a refreshment refreshment to the uh, offense, uh, especially <laughs> at this point in the year, just kind of a different uh, a different look. Um, I do like the Bucks here. I, I think it's hard to beat Tom Brady three times in a year. And the Saints offense has kind of lost some steam. I know that sounds crazy after Christmas when Camara went off, but um, I just I haven't really liked the look of that offense a lot in and many of their other games. So I this is I, a January Tom Brady too. I want to point that out. This yeah. is January Tom Brady. This is spring chicken new year Tom Brady. Yes. Um, yeah. I also have the Bucks here. A lot of receiving options out there for him as well. And, and I think despite uh, Bruce Arians, Tom Brady uh, finally finds a way to to beat the Saints uh, at their own game here. So uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Uh, Trent. Yeah, this is it, it, it's fun talking about these games because it makes me realize and, and think about all the like fantastic storylines that there are, you know, and narratives in, in this year's playoffs. Um, you know, we, we touched on a couple in the AFC, you know, uh, talking about Lamar. Can can the Ravens win? And oh, can the Bills finally win? Can the Browns finally win? You know, all, all that seems to have have taken place already. And I think the the last big narrative uh, is can the Saints, you know, live up to expectations finally? Um, you know, they, they they have you know these great regular seasons, and then you know Sean Payton and and Drew Brees just kind of fall flat in the playoffs. They've they've done it for seems like three three consecutive postseasons now. Um, did they look spectacular coming down the stretch? No, they, I mean, you, you saw they lost to the Eagles. That was without Drew Brees, but uh, I don't, you know, he's not the, the same Drew Brees, right? Um, does the offense look great? No. Um, did they look great le- last week? Not necessarily, you know, is, is, you know, are they going up against Tom Brady? Yes, they are. All those weapons, Matt, that, that you mentioned, yep, the, that's, that's a real thing. Um, Bruce Arians versus Sean Payton, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. I mean, this is this is like Clash of the Titans. This this game uh, this game is huge. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how how good uh, you know that these matchups are. Um, uh, Ryan made a good point here. The uh, the Saints have beaten uh, beaten the Bucks uh, twice already this year, right? Yep. So how, how I mean, oh, no one can beat a team three times in a row. And if you look at it over the years, statistically, I actually heard this uh, earlier today um, in, a, in one of the other podcasts that I listened to. Um, I, I don't remember the exact stat, but, you know, th- there have been like 20 times over the last 30 years that, you know, teams have met three times in a season, the third being uh, in the playoffs. And the teams that have went 2-0 and actually end up winning uh, – Winning that third game, it was like 16 out of the 20 times, um, oh. which is something that you might not think uh, would be true if you hear that. So I, I thought that that was, uh, that was an interesting little stat. So, so going along with that, uh, going along Narrative Street here, follow with me. Uh, I'm going to take Drew Brees and the Saints uh, to, win, uh, to win the game. Okay. I just feel like uh, they, they just seem to have the number. Uh, of of the Bucks, uh, pressuring Tom Brady is always the key uh, to to beating him in the playoffs. That's been this, the the same way for for twenty years, right? Um, it's it's just incredible his career. But 
you know, the times that, that he has been defeated in the playoffs, he gets pressured. And I think the Saints find a way to do that. Um, will, will they get burned maybe uh, for a couple touchdowns in, in one-on-one coverage? Yes, that's probably going to happen. But I think they're going to do enough to rattle the 40-year-old, 43-year-old man behind center and, uh, you know, take him out. So I'm, I'm going with the Saints, going with the Saints this week. All right. Well, fuck you, Trent. You're dead to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I, you, get, you get one F-bomb before you get the explosive tag, right? It's not, yeah, that, uh, I think so, yeah. That was it. We just blew, it. We just blew it right there, everyone. That Behave yourself. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I, I can bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> find something to cover. All right. Well, I, I won't blow up on either of you guys for the Browns game here then. <laughs> Well, yeah. Why don't you talk to me about this Browns game? They're going out to no. Kansas City, face uh, facing the Chiefs. Man, I I, uh, I spent a good amount of time trying to come up with the reason why the Browns are going to win. Um, momentum probably being the best one. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb's momentum uh, being two and three. Um, but I still don't think it's enough. And, and as somebody who would love nothing more than to follow up crushing the Steelers, and by crushing, I mean being in risk of them coming back the whole second half. Uh, I, I think the Chiefs I think the Chiefs just exploit that secondary. Like the secondary is so bad. Ben Roethlisberger threw four interceptions, but also four touchdowns and five hundred yards. So I, you think Patrick Mahomes is better than Ben Roethlisberger? I think so. I don't I don't know of anybody else out there. Just a smidge. I mean the line it's Casey by ten. And I Whoa. think I think either it's going to be KC by 20 or it's going to be KC takes the lead in the last two minutes of the game. Um, and I'm really hoping for the latter uh, just so it doesn't look so bad uh, after Claypool's comments. But um, yeah, no, I, I think it's the chiefs. I know we're getting a couple of uh, um, coverage guys back uh, Ward's coming back. And then one of the other guys is coming back. I don't think that's really going to matter. I don't know if Ward's going to, you know, be a little slow, not playing for uh, two weeks there. So I, I'd like to think that the secondary magically gets better with, uh, you know, a lot of people coming back from from the COVID list. But I just don't see how Travis Kelsey doesn't blow this game up. I, I think yep. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill are going to combine for 20 catches and 300 yards. I think those Oof. are pretty safe fantasy picks. Uh, all right. Uh, Trent is uh, Stefanski going to coach? Is he, is he yes, back? he's back. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, based on last week, man, that yeah. was uh, that was something special. I mean, you had to be uh, had to be excited to watch that. Obviously, oh. even though uh, if I don't know if you're necessarily this Ohio State fan like you are no. with, with the no. Browns, but no, I, I, I didn't I, think you were. But ever since, a lot of Browns uh, fans are, so that was tough. Yeah, meh. I think everyone in Ohio would have picked the Browns over Ohio State uh, nine times out of ten. I think that's right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you here, Ryan. I think kind of the magic runs out, although I would love to uh, to see the Browns continue. Uh, it's just it, everything is stacked against them in this game. Um, sure. Narrative Street tells you that Andy Reid is virtually unbeatable after, uh, after a bye week, which he had last week, um, including playoffs. It's astronomical what what the numbers are it's something something crazy like 19 and 2 or something you don't has think, a, a week off you don't think andy spent that whole week prepping for the steelers <laughs> I don't, dude it, 
uh, who knows? He was probably uh, eating eating cheesesteaks on his couch. Most likely. Oh, that sounds so amazing right now. <laughs> With his face shield on. Still had the face shield on. Oh, that face shield He's got cheese. He got cheese whiz all over it. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, the, the Andy Reid is just full. Of, he, he, he's got... He he just he's an amazing guy. I mean, it's just incredible. The uh, the memes that can come out just from uh, from Andy Reid are unbelievable. He My looks like a guy is... who greatly appreciates a golden corral. Oh baby, did you see? I mean, I, you guys have all seen it, but my favorite is the one where uh, it's uh, the 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 NFL's like punt kick pass competition, and he's like this ten year old Andrew Reid, and he's like twice the size of the kid behind him and he chucks the ball like 50 yards down the field it's just incredible oh andrew reed is is this 6'1 250 pound eight-year-old in line with <laughs> these other kids it's just insane oh boy um analysis, analysis i found is, it uh, i found it oh yeah, my goodness I'm sure you guys have seen it before. They brought oh, it up yeah, in the Eagles yeah, game yeah. like 10 years ago on like Monday Night Football or something. But anyway, yeah, I mean, this. <laughs> as much as I would love the Browns to uh, to win this game, um, I just don't see that they do not match up well against the Chiefs, unfortunately. And I think, Ryan, you're right where, you know, Mahomes, Kelsey, uh, Tyreek, they're just going to be too much for him in the end. So I got the Chiefs. Oof. Help me out. Help me out, Matt. Where is the faith, guys? It's 2021 now. Let's keep all the bad energy back in 2020. I'm going with the Browns. You heard it correctly. Here's why. Andy Reid, ridiculous numbers coming off of the mic. You're absolutely right. Uh, But I think, Ryan, you actually just alluded to my pick here. And that... uh, I think Andy Reid jumped the gun to keep that uh, streak going, and I think he was prepping for the Steelers. And I think right now they, he got caught a little bit with his pants down. And in the regular season, when he gets that when he gets that by, he knows what to expect the following week because the schedule's out, right? So he can prepare for that. He knows that hey, my guys are coming off. This is who they're facing. This is what they run. You know, he he's got everything that he needs for two full weeks to to prep. And in this case, I think he's really best case, maybe a week and a half, because you got to really prepare for both, I guess, right? So uh, he's not getting what he needs. And I think the Browns right now are just riding the high of the victory from last week. And they've got the momentum. They're uh, they're the underdogs. They have nothing to lose. They're going to go out there. I think they're going to play hard, throw everything they have out on the field. Uh, I think Nick Chubb is going to ground and pound and keep the ball away from Mahomes, right? I think this is going to be a keep away game. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be ground and pound, and it's going to uh, it's going to make for a, what I think is going to be a bullet game. It would not surprise me that the Browns win by three, four points, uh, and their time of possession will be eighty percent of the game or more. Uh, because yeah. Mahomes will come out and he'll just throw a deep bomb to Tyreek Hill, boom, seven seven, right? Browns keep it for majority of the second quarter, and Nick Chubb finally runs it in for a touchdown, and then Mahomes comes out in under two minutes, boom, touchdown. Travis Kelsey, fourteen fourteen. So within four minutes of possession time of the Chiefs, they'll have to be. 
uh, and the rest of the first half will be the Browns' possession, right? So I just I see that happening. It's going to be that kind of a game, and I think it's going to come down to last possession. Uh, yeah, I think it just happens. So I'm taking the Browns. Go with a little bit of an upset here. Love it. Uh, I, I hope you're right. America's I, I team. So. For sure. Uh, hey, Andy Reid. Andy Reid's pretty good on uh, without a, a bye week as well. Just to uh, throw that in there, so oh, no, it's not like he's, he's right. incapable of winning football he's games. Right. <laughs> Andy Reid is a phenomenal coach. And, Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I but still... if there's an unpredictable team out there, it's the Browns. That, right. It's very true. Very true. They could easily come out and score 28 points in the first quarter. We saw them do it last week. Well, so, I, I mean, the that. the only the only problem with the ground and pound and, the you know, the plotting defense is it's not really sustainable over, you know, certainly not over a season and even over the course of a game. Um, but it is the playoffs and anything can happen. Right. So if they're able yeah. to do that, they could certainly it could certainly play out just like you said, Matt, yeah. where, you know, the Chiefs only get two possessions in the first half. You know, they do score touchdowns, but they're also down you know, 21-14 or 17-14. I, I, I could see that happening, but yeah, I mean, that's what that's the only way I see. I mean, they're not going to, it's not going to be 28 nothing in the first uh, quarter. No. And if it is, no. it's going to be the Chiefs 28 nothing. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baker, yeah. Baker coming off of good games is usually a bad harbinger for the next week, so mm. I, I don't know. Man, well, I like Baker a lot, too. I'm, I'm pulling for him. I am, too. I Also, to just to spite Colin Coward, because that's... Uh, the oh, type yeah. of guy I am. <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. Uh, let's look a little bit here at some props that are going around for the week. Uh, just your opinions. Tell me whether or not you guys think. All right. So the Rams going out to the Packers. Looking at the first prop here. Will Aaron Rodgers record a passing touchdown in the first half? Yes. Yeah. 97% are picking yes on that. I don't know why he would not. Uh all right, Rams at Packers. Who's got more rushing yards, Cam Akers or Aaron Jones? Cam Akers. Jones. Ooh, Jones. Yeah, it's 51-49. Uh, I personally think Aaron Jones is going to have more, but I can easily see Cam Akers. I think Cam Akers is going to get more touches than Aaron Jones. How's it's not that? touches, it's yards. I know, I know. I All think right. it'll translate to more rushing yards. I just don't think Aaron Jones is going to get more than... 15 touches. I think Cam Akers uh, is going to get 28 touches. Okay. Well, I'm thinking, you know, Green Bay just pretty much runs the ball in the fourth quarter because they're that's, up so big. That's right. That's my sentiments, too. I okay. think they salt the game away. What's interesting is, you know, t- talking about these prop bets, you guys went over them last week. All the rushing ones were ridiculously horrible because I don't think anyone rushed for over like 48 yards. Like, was that the, uh, the best Nick rushing Chubb, game last Nick week? Chubb, Nick Chubb had 78, I think. Okay. Oof. But it was like, you know, you, you, you look at Derrick Henry, you're like, ah, he's, he's going to go for a buck 50 and he had 40 <laughs> yards. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a passing league, right? Which of these four players are going to record the most receiving yards in this round? Devontae Adams, Marquise Brown, Stefan Diggs, or Robert Woods? Diggs. Diggs. That's yeah. Diggs, 53%. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Devontae Adams. I think... Uh, That'd be uh, the second choice, yeah. Yeah, I think Diggs is going to run into some problems. I mean, not many problems against the Ravens. Uh, I think he gets touchdowns. I think Devontae Adams, though. Outside of Devontae Adams, they got Scantling, right? Valdez Scantling. 
and yeah. I don't know who else they're going to throw to. And uh, Ryan, being Graham on that team? Uh, yeah, but I mean, isn't he like 45 now? Like, yeah, does, he, does this Walker who? come with him to the end zone? Who? I, I thought he scored a touchdown last week. Who's this? Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Oh, Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown uh, with the Bears. Oh, that's yeah. Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was like 12 years ago. He played for the Packers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Robert Finley also. Robert Tanyan. Robert Tanyan. Tanyan. Yeah, Tanyan. Like no Tanyan, like Funyan. That's right. Oh, Tanyan. Excuse me. Yeah. Ah, tomato, tomato. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Valdez Scantling. I mean, he went to USF, Ryan. You're pretty familiar with uh, that ball club, considering you went there. Yeah. Uh, dropping the ball. Yeah, I mean, he's exactly um, guaranteed to catch one out of four deep balls that hit his hand. Goodness, it's frustrating. All right, let's look at the next game here. Prop bets. Who will have more passing plus rushing yards? Lamar Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. It's tough. Rushing plus pass. Josh Allen can throw the ball for 400 yards. Lamar Jackson's ceiling for pass yards is 200. Yeah. But he's also going to rush for a buck 50. So, but Josh uh, Allen's also going to run for 50. So, the, I you know, I picked the Ravens, so obviously that's, you know, why I'm leaning towards Lamar there, but I mean, the way it's going to play out, it's it's going to be close. That's that's an excellent prop bet. Um That is a pro- that's a really good prop uh, bet. It, it's going to be, you know, Josh Allen throwing for 300 and rushing for 30. And then it's going to be Lamar going for a buck 80 and a buck 60 or something like that. I mean, it's, it could be within 10 yards. It'll be be pretty close. Uh, Lamar Jackson has more rushing or passing yards. That's just my, my, this isn't. That that would be, that's an interesting one. I I think I'd have to lean towards passing because I think I, you know, I think they're going to win the game, so he's going to need to uh, find Hollywood Brown on a couple deep balls. But, but that would be an interesting prop bet. Uh, I think the yeah, favorite this... would be passing. Yeah, I think it would yeah. be minus one fifty. I would, I would like say passing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, will either team score thirty or more points? Mm. Oh, uh, I'm still I, going with I, no. I think that's, a no. that's what I yeah. called it earlier. Yeah, uh, I'm going to stick with a big fat yes because I think it's fifty-one. See, I, I would be. Yeah. <laughs> The Ravens, the Ravens won't score 30 plus. <laughs> no, 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 they won't. No, um, no, I think Buffalo comes out and just uh, punches them in the mouth early and often. And uh, it's it's a bludgeoning by the end of the night. Uh, all right. Who has a higher completion percentage? Baker Mayfield or Patrick Mahomes? Wow. Oof. Do you count drops? Because... <laughs> Austin Hooper dropped like three balls, four balls that hit his hands. Um, Richard Higgins dropped every ball that hit his hands. Yeah. Um, the Browns are drop sitting him. Not to Baker's fault because he drills that ball in there and hits you right in the I think I'm losing you here, Ryan. I'm getting a lot of yeah, static. Breaking up a little. But I, I think um, uh, Baker's not not going to throw as much as Pat Mahomes. So I think those drops or incompletions will count against him more. So I would have yep. to say uh, Pat Mahomes is going to have a higher completion percentage because he's going to be throwing it 40 plus times where Baker's going to, you know, if they're going to win, they want to keep that in the 20 to 25 range. So yeah. he's going to need to be, if they're going to win, he's going to be something like, you know, Phil Simms-esque where he's 22 for 25 
you know, for 250 yards or 300 yards, something like that. Yeah, um, no, it's definitely going to be drops on the Brown side of the ball that, that causes them grief. I mean, Hooper and Higgins both dropped a bunch of passes last week. All right, so. well, who's going to record more receiving plus rushing yards? Nick Chubb or Tyreek Hill? So total yards from oh, Tyreek. Yeah. Yeah. I think the I think it's actually over under on Tyreek two hundred yards from scrimmage. Yeah. Oh my that's, gosh. that's not surprising. I'm so I'm so mortified about him specifically. You know when he just runs like down the field and then he's like the only guy for ten yards and then flashes the, the deuces. Throws yeah. flash. He won't you won't even be able to see the deuces from the next guy on the field. <laughs> like he's gonna have to put two hands up. It, it's it scares me to death. <laughs> He's so fast. He is so fast. My last, uh, my last season playing fantasy football, I drafted Tyreek Hill, and it was like his his first year um, where he was just incredible. And I think I drafted him in like uh, like the fifth or sixth or seventh round because I was oh. like, man, this dude in Andy Reid's offense is going to be Deshaun Jackson, and it was even better than that. It's even so, better, yeah. Yeah, I crushed with him like all season long. It was. Pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Un, it was unfair because <laughs> I had Kareem well, Hunt too. That was that same year where they both went bonkers. So, yeah, I, I would, yeah, yeah. That's that's just not fair to anybody else in your league. Uh, which of these players is going to record the most receptions this round? Who's going to have the most catches? Mike nice. Evans, Jarvis Landry, Travis Kelsey, or Michael Thomas? Mm, boy. Yeah, uh, what was uh, was Landry in there? You said Landry, Jarvis yeah. Landry, Travis Kelsey, Mike Evans, Michael Thomas. That's not going to be Mike Evans. No, <laughs> no. definitely not. Um, I'm thinking. Thought, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say I'm thinking Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas. That's what I'm leaning into. Yeah. That was my first thought. Yeah, I just I. I just see that the Drew Brees is going to have to throw the ball 45, 50 times this week because the Bucks are going to be ahead. Yeah, so. I feel like Kelsey seems like a good option, but he's a good option when you're playing a good uh, coverage team because sure. he's a big target and he can you can throw him open, right? He, Mahomes is going to have so many options. You're going to get a lot of Hill and uh, Hardman and uh, whoever else uh, is catching Sam, Sammy Watkins? There. Is he still out there? Sammy. I, I, he might be still hurt. He's always sort of hurt. I don't know yeah. if he's playing or not, but I, I feel like Future Kelsey. Eagle. There's, yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a lot going on uh, uh, on the offensive side of the ball there. So Kelsey might get overshadowed. Michael Thomas is pretty much all Drew Brees has left um, yeah. to consistently throw at at this point. Well, something Kamara. we kind of we kind of glossed over that. Yeah, Kamara and uh, Mike Thomas and Brees. Last week, it was the first time that they were on the field together in like 10 weeks or something crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's uh, that's something I forgot to mention in another plus in the column for the Saints picking them. So I just yeah. thought about that with, with Mike uh, coming back there. So, yeah, well, you know, it's not going to matter. So you can take your pick of the Saints and take your ball and go I, home. I, dude, dude, that's I, <laughs> division. Division games in the playoffs are always awesome. And that's why I could, if we end up with the Ravens, Browns, and the AFC Championship, how phenomenal would that be? That'd be oh. insane. That would um, be. Uh, no, no, my heart, my heart can't take that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in good um, enough shape imagine, to watch. Though, I'm not in good enough shape gonna, to watch that football this, game. 
if the Super if. Bowl, beating the Steelers and the Ravens on the way. I mean, how much more fulfilling do you want? I mean, what what else what else can you do there? That's incredible. If the Browns win, Ooh. Ooh. I want to take a life insurance policy out on Ryan. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm gonna have a brain aneurysm. <laughs> there's another Ravens game like uh, the earlier one or that la- that last one between them, I-, I will die. I will die. Yes. That, I mean, how incredible will that be? Oh, now I'm pulling for it. Now I'm pulling for it. Oof. Yeah. That'd Trent's be taking out a life insurance policy on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's got more passing yards? Two old guys. Mm. Really should say which one's going to have their arm fall off first. Brady or Breeze? Who's got more passing yards? I think that's Brady. Oof. Brady, Brady. Ryan? Man, it really depends whether that dump to Kamara is hitting or not. I feel like the Bucs defense is too fast for that, so I'm going to go with Brady, too. Yeah, I clicked your breeze because I got to give them something. They're going to do something pretty good this weekend. Uh, Fun fact, I also looked up the depth chart of the Saints. I didn't realize how many former Buccaneers are on the Saints ball club right now. Uh, Jameis Winston, Noah Spence, Quan Alexander, uh, they're all Saints now. So uh, That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, these weren't schlucks either, right? I mean, this isn't like some special team. Or this, I mean, these were starters for the Bucks just literally three years ago. So well, other other than Winston being a schmuck, but <laughs> yeah, he he's a special special kid. Uh, like, I I am I, I I still can't believe that they put Taysom Hill in in all those games that Breeze didn't start and didn't put Winston and let him play at least one of those, especially well, after they, he looked so bad against the Eagles. They didn't want to put Winston in for fear of you know him throwing four interceptions. I get it. He's he learned from Fitz Magic, right? I can go out there and I could throw. 400 yards and four touchdowns and you know three out of the you know six weeks that i'm playing and i'll still have a job 20 years from now so uh the best job in the nfl is the backup quarterback right so that is correct 100 percent um all right is alvin Kamara going to score a touchdown i don't even know why that's a prop bet of course he's going to score. i mean come on yeah how about last week you guys yes mike mike thomas Exactly one touchdown. Oh, no, no, no. That was uh, Steph Stephon Diggs. Diggs yeah. Saying, yeah. Yeah. You're like, ah, yeah, he'll probably have at least exactly one. And that's exactly what he did. That was yep. that was pretty spot on. I don't think he's had a multi-touchdown game all year. <laughs> Steph, no, I mean, he doesn't need it when he's got 1,600 no. yards. Receiving. He gets those catches, though. 50 catches. Yeah. Whatever it was. Ridiculous numbers. Anyway, uh. Well, gents, thanks so much for joining. Thanks for the feedback. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching this week's games. I think it's going to be great. As am uh, I. I. I am now, even though I think Buffalo's going to blow the doors off Baltimore. If Baltimore wins, I need to see what's oh. because that needs to happen then. Uh, total points is 187. Total points, 187. Uh, all right, 187. You, you do realize that's the police nomenclature for murder, death, kill, right? Yes, we all know that. We all oh, know that. All right, 187. Better turn into a 211. All right. Uh, I'll take 187. I was thinking initially probably uh, right about 210, 213. Because uh, what did you say last week? Uh, 312? 312? I was going to take 100 off and just call it 212. But I'll take 187. I'll lean into that. You know, Trent? division game, more defense. Sure. I'll take, I'll take prices right scoring and go 186. Oh, good call. Oh, Damn all right. Trent's, Trent's going to win the dishwasher. Oh. 
<laughs> He's going to leave you with the patio furniture. Yeah. <laughs> that crappy uh, white plastic woven stuff. <laughs> the PVC uh, woven. Yeah. This is the best weekend of the year for the NFL playoffs, by the way, in my opinion. Sure. I, I I think this this one is is the best. Uh, I mean, obviously, Super Bowl is fine um, and championship uh, weekend is always fun. But I, I think this one with the four games, uh, you know, afternoon, evening and then, you know, one and four o'clock on Sunday. I just I don't know. I just always I just always felt like this was the best weekend. It's uh, it's exciting now that my team is in it. Normally, I would. That's right. <laughs> well, that, see, that's a thing, right? Like when I, you know, in my formative years, the Eagles were in this weekend like every year for a decade. So it was just like, you know, you get in and they usually had the buy the first week. So it was like, here's the appetizer. And now we get to the real games with the one and the two seed, you know. Um, so you get to uh, kind of watch the, uh, the teams that snuck in or whatever that are still good battle it out to get to play the big boys. And now we're now we get the big boy football, which is just you know the best the best weekend. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thanks again, guys, for both taking the time out of your schedule to uh, sit around and talk football with me. And, uh, let me curse at you. Sorry about that, Trent. <laughs> Dude, no worries. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Good to be back. I'm glad to uh, to chat with you guys. That was fun. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see how we did uh, come around next week. And uh, you guys sure. enjoy your weekend. Go Browns. Go Bucks. hey And uh Hopefully those two will meet in the Super Bowl right here in Tampa. I hope so. Oh, my goodness. That'd be remarkable. I would I would, gonna, I would I need to break into the game. Yeah. That would, uh, uh, I will not sit and watch the game with you, Brian. I no. Uh, not <laughs> me. Neither, will, neither would my wife. No, so it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, you guys enjoy your weekend. Uh, and uh, we'll keep in touch soon.